The following program is produced by Rosado Marketing. The views and opinions of the host and guests are not necessarily those of this station. Now, Nevada Real Estate Radio. Nevada Real Estate Radio has helped thousands of listeners make the right decisions when buying homes or refinancing. You'll never go wrong when you get your advice from real estate professionals that you know, like, and trust. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. Good day, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Nevada Real Estate Radio. This is Peter Padilla. Wow, am I having a good time today. Finally, snow on the ground, good times in northern Nevada, California, anywhere you can put the big boards. It's going to be a fun time. Hope it keeps up. That's what makes northern Nevada lifestyles so good. Great opportunities for outdoor adventure and great real estate deals, too. We are helping people every day as they're planning for 2016 to become real estate investors. Good topics are covered here every week, and that's because we have great guests that join us. Experts in the business is what they are. With us today, I have two guests in the studio. Michelle Hulbert is with us. Michelle is a home loan originator at Caliber Home Loans. Welcome to the show, Michelle. Peter, thanks for having me. It's Glad nice to, to have be here. You. Glad to have you here, too. You've been having fun so far as the weather's been changing. Oh, yeah. I got to get out and shovel my driveway mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. shake all the snow off my trees, but I love yeah. it. I can't wait to go skiing. I saw a guy on the other night on the news, and he was had been recorded uh, driving his snowblower. And he was so excited, he said he'd been waiting two years to have a snowblower. <laughs> it's true. I'm pretty sure snowblowers and snow shovels haven't been used in two years. Yeah, so that's kind of fun, a little bit of diversion. So uh, usual activity in the financial markets when it comes to mortgages, you know, there's talk about raising the Fed rate. There's talk about leaving it alone. There's all of the political activities. It's so funny. I saw an article not long ago, and it said that, Mortgage rates had jumped, and I think they went up like 17 hundredths of a percentage point from the all-time low, and they, they, had, the, they had the gall to say it jumped. I mean, is that, that, that's so funny. It, it didn't jump. It's right where it's always been, it seems like, for the last several years. Yeah, rates have, have historically stayed low, and for you know, a historical period of time, mm-hmm. it, it's just it's amazing to me. We're, we're very spoiled. Um, this past week, the jobs report – was deemed to be a little bit better than anticipated, which, you know, may prompt a Fed increase. Who knows? They'll probably revise it next week, and, you know, we'll sit where we have been. Mm-hmm. Interesting times when good news is perceived by as bad news. Yeah, exactly. If it would have been bad news, I, why do I think it would have still been perceived as bad news? Uh, yeah. It, that's, that's what everybody looks at. We, we, we can never figure this out. But the long, the, the long and short of it is rates have stayed low for a very long period of time. They're anticipated to remain pretty stable, mm-hmm. so there's no excuse to uh, not be out there looking at properties to buy. I know this much. There's a lot of oversight. There's a lot of competitiveness. There's a lot of regulation on the way the mortgage rates and mortgage business operate. So the reality is I know that it's not about the rate anymore when you're going from one mortgage lender to another or considering doing business with one type of company or another. It's really about all of those other intangibles that nobody really talks about because everybody's just chattering about how rates are near their all-time lows. Later on the show, I want you to tell us about some of the more important things when it comes to finding out what kind of a mortgage person or company you want to work with because you've been in the business a long time. Absolutely. I'll, I'll be more than happy to share that information. Excellent. You might get a question or two from our other guest in the studio today with us from Nevada Home Connections. He's the broker manager. Dan Ryder is joining us. Welcome to our show, Dan. Hello, Peter. Thanks for having me. 
it's great to have you here as well as your first time on our radio show. We chit-chat every now and then. In fact, I think the last time you and I spoke was at the monthly Win Breakfast here in Northern Nevada. That's correct. Yeah, that's a pretty awesome organization. It is a great organization. Yeah, so it's Western Industrial Nevada. It brings in great speakers, a lot of excellent social networking, business networking. One of the big challenges, though, that a lot of people don't well, the reason they don't partake is because it's early in the morning. It is early in the which I prefer actually. Really? I'm a bit of a morning person, yep. and I can get all that chit chat out of the way uh-huh. early and move yep. on with my day. You know, when you have to be someplace and be on the stage at six forty-five a.m., that means you're up and at them around four thirty or so. Yeah, and actually, the last uh, several months, I've been helping with the uh, setup and taking credit cards and money at the door, and mm-hmm. that, that's even been a little earlier, but. You know, okay. Well, I'm you're you're a, you're a dynamic realtor because one time I was going into the Pepper Mill where the monthly meeting is held. As I said, I was walking in about 6.45. I ran into another realtor. I said, hey, you're going to the wind breakfast. He says, no, I'm just leaving. <laughs> 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 well, that's a go-getter. He's at it. He is at it all night is what he is. He's a nightman in real estate. Tell us a little bit about Nevada Home Connections. Well, it's a new company. We formed uh, really at the very end of 2014. had the opportunity to just collect uh, friends, you know, real professionals in the business. Uh, All of us uh, have 10 years or more in the business. These are people I know uh, really well, both professionally and and personally. And, uh, you know, we really kind of put our heads together and came up with this idea of uh, a very collaborative, uh, somewhat communal in fact, you may want to call it a commune. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, the simple philosophy is uh, in any sales industry, you have, uh, you know, 20% of the people doing 80% of the business. And, right. and our dream is what What if you just had the 20%? What if there weren't anyone else in the building but those people? Mm-hmm. And so far, it's uh, been going quite well. That's awesome. That's a great philosophy. I think that's called the Pareto Principle. That is the Pareto Principle. And uh, the 80-20 rule works almost everywhere. It's just a, it's like almost part of nature. I mean, look, how we use – I bet we don't even use even 20 percent of our brain, right? We use a very small percentage of our brain power. Uh, I would like to think it's more, yeah. but you're probably yeah, right. I, I think the, the – It the, feels the, like it's more. You know, it <laughs> feels like a whole lot more. But – the reality is maybe it's that that is what is into nature. And, we, you know, we need that other 80 percent, whatever they do. When you can surround yourself by that 20 percent or better, you become what you surround yourself with. Yeah. And, you know, um, well, I think the traditional brokerage model, uh, as I worked in for many years, 20 plus, uh, it's it's struggling. Um, you know, that uh, in, in any organization you might have that Pareto principle at play and mm-hmm. you know one strong listing agent uh, may be able to provide you know get the phone to ring for five other agents within the company right and uh, a lot of us went out uh, during the 90s and 2000s and uh, broke out into branch offices and uh, really focused on facilities well now the technology's uh, so prevalent in our life I'm finding that really the the real players in the real estate sales business, you rarely see them in the office. In fact, most of them are equipped, you know, to work at home. And mm-hmm. so it's uh, it's getting more difficult uh, to attract those people. Yeah. Uh, they don't really need the brokerage other than compliance um, as much as they did in the past, certainly. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, that's kind of what we're based on is our self-sufficiency, our own staffs, um, and, uh, you know, just really a model for professionalism, performance. That's funny. I think the big uh, the big box companies have have really gone by the wayside, even in our industry, where we carry much smaller square footages mm-hmm. because we don't meet meet in person with as many clients these days. Yeah, you know, we're not storing paper as much, right. and, and you know those big heavy typewriters. <laughs> you know, <laughs> well, we're virtually paperless at this moment. Yeah, and uh, there you know there's some inherent issues with I, you know i constantly i'm looking for my file right like you go to an inspection you don't have a file you know? yeah. yeah but uh uh yeah it's you know or, or writing offers in person that's another one in fact more often than not even when we're both local i'll say well go home i'll call you in an hour and we'll review yeah. this online and mm-hmm. uh it's just a cleaner and simpler process and certainly more convenient i remember when computers started to become really prevalent in business and there was a lot of concern that people would now be handcuffed to their computer at the desk. They couldn't get away anymore. And, um, you know, people were thinking they're going to be immobilized. What happened is the new smaller gadget technology has grown is that these same people are now much more mobile than they ever were mm-hmm. because they've almost got their office with them. Which, it's amazing what I carry with myself in my pocket. I've got my computer in there basically, and I can stay in touch with anybody. And so you can conduct business now on the fly much more so than – uh, you could in, in years past, and that's given everybody a great sense of freedom and empowerment, I believe, because you can really do whatever you want to do wherever you want to do now. I agree. It also creates a burden uh, for me being a slightly ADD. Mm-hmm. I'm finding I have to be very disciplined. If I'm on email, everything else is turned off. Mm-hmm. Uh, phone's off, you know, and, yeah. and, and conversely, if I'm working on a project, I've got to turn off the email or, mm-hmm. you know, I see the pop-up box and, oh, yeah, I need a chicken. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, find myself off in some tangent. And here's what a lot of people do, but they don't talk about it, right? We hide. How do you hide? You got to sometimes hide, get away from everything for a while so that you can regroup and rebalance because once you're come out of hiding, once you're back, I mean, you're bombarded with information, technology, media. I mean, there's it's amazing what we get access to every single day. Well, it's true. It, it's funny because, you know, obviously we've been in this a long time. When I first started in this business, we didn't even have fax machines. That's so I'm old, right? You baby. You were a baby when yeah, you were Yeah, I was a baby. There. I was 10. But now it's almost, you almost have to ask the client how they would like to communicate with you. Mm -hmm. You know, are you a texter? Are Mm -hmm. you an email person? Do you like the phone? Um, I draw the line at Facebook and Twitter and all of that stuff because, you know, we're not, we're not putting conversations out on (laughs) Facebook, (laughs) but, you know, depending (laughs) on the generation you're in, (laughs) you could have various forms of communication. And if they're all going off at once, Mm -hmm. you need to go hide just so you can get work done. Right. Right. I think we've all become much more, uh, much better at editing what we say and what we communicate when we go with digital technology because it's always there too. Yeah. So uh, you know, I mean, let's face it. You re- you hear about it in the news. Some people's internet and web activities being traced back two years, five years, ten years, it's however far back as you want to go. That data is still there. That's pretty scary. Interesting phenomenon I'm seeing in real estate. Uh, well, open houses are back. I, I, there was a long period of time where, maybe beginning early in 2004 or five, where, you know, you just people didn't go. If the house was priced right, it was going to sell. Uh, I want to say it was last year in the uh, NAR survey that almost 70% of consumers felt 
that uh, visiting open houses was very helpful, and that's I think at its lowest it may have been in the twenties. So it's know? becoming somewhat novel. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, and just I think people may be realizing that the internet and technology may not be quite as fulfilling as uh, as built up to be. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fortunately, real estate is real, and that's what we're talking about today with our in-studio guests. Dan Ryder is with us. He's the broker-owner of Nevada Home Connections. Also, Michelle Hulbert. She's a mortgage loan originator at Caliber Home Loans, and my name is Peter Padilla, your host, and we will be back after this message from our sponsors. This is Melissa Polangi from King Bee Construction. You're listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. Peter Padilla is important to me because he's always bringing experts together. Peter Padilla is a marketing expert. Sage International Incorporated sparks and fuels the entrepreneurial spirit by providing the strategies, information, education, tools, resources, and ongoing support services that will lay a solid foundation under a business owner's dream. If you're thinking of starting a business and you're not sure where to begin, Sage International Incorporated offers a free 30-minute consultation. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779. Or visit sageintl.com. Is it that time of year to make an appointment? Are you in the market for a mammogram? Instead of a mammogram, why not consider making an appointment for a thermogram? Thermograms are the modern, safe alternative to a mammogram. By mapping known thermal changes in the breast tissue that occur when disease is present, a very early detection can be noted and addressed. This breast screening method is totally safe at any age for any type or condition of the breast. And best of all, it is painless, does not involve any breast compression, no physical contact, and no radiation exposure. A certified medical trainer specialist can determine the abnormal changes in a woman's breast. Thermography is not a standalone examination. Along with your physician's direction, the proper secondary screening can be determined should the thermal image indicate a problem. For a free consultation on whether or not this is the right choice for you, call Thermal Imaging Consultants today, 356-0200. That's 356-0200. Or check them out on the web at thermogramexam.com. This is Shanna Roski from North American Title. You're listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. Peter Padilla is important to me because he cares about our community and helping businesses in our area. Peter Padilla is a fantastic person. Thank you, Peter. Welcome back to Nevada Real Estate Radio. You picked a great day to tune into our show today. We're going into 11 years of broadcasting Nevada Real Estate Radio, helping people accomplish their goals of home ownership and of getting investment property. It's a good way to plan for your future. Talk to a great real estate professional about the possibilities of you, too, becoming a real estate investor. It's easy if you focus and if you have a little bit of cash. If you don't have a little bit of cash, you need to save some cash. But you're always going to be looking for money to purchase real estate. Sometimes you might qualify for a mortgage, but you're just not ready, paperwork-wise perhaps, or many of the details that are required to get ready to get a mortgage. But if you're having capacity issues and you have some cash and you have great equity in the property you're looking to purchase, you might consider a hard money lender like Dave Washburn at Socotra Capital. Dave is awesome. He responds quickly, and he provides money so that you can close real estate investment deals fast 
and then take advantage of the great opportunities with a mortgage shortly after if you are able to get pre-qualified. How do you find out if you can get started with hard money? Talk to Dave Washburn, and he has all of his contact information at Sakocha Capital on our website, nevadarealestateradio.com. We have three guests in the studio today talking about real estate for investors. Dan Ryder is with us. He's a realtor and broker manager at Nevada Home Connections. Michelle Hulbert is with us too. She's a mortgage loan originator at Caliber Home Loans. And joining us for this segment and beyond, Ron Bell from Coldwell Banker Select and the Reno Real Estate Investors Club. Welcome to the show, Ron. Thank you very much. Appreciate you having me. Appreciate you being here too. Because you're busy as a realtor, and because there's lots of snow up on the mountain. I almost went skiing today, Ron. You know, I almost did, too, although there's really not that many expert lifts open. It's kind of more of a press release for them than yeah. anything. This weekend, though, they're opening some better terrain. Really? Yeah, today would have been a good day to go up and maybe get your picture taken so you can be in the newspapers being one of the first skiers of the year. In fact, last year was pretty weak <laughs> overall. We're lucky to get this now. I said we should jump on it. One of the earliest openings ever, actually. Um, I think the earliest opening for Squaw that I can remember it was November 16th, so we're going to beat that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Well, let's continue our conversations about real estate. We were talking with Michelle and with Dan earlier about well, a little bit about what's going on and how technology has taken over in many ways or taken a bigger role in how work is done by realtors, lenders, everybody in our industry. It seems like we can get more and more done with our little computer that we carry in our pockets, right? Well, it's a mixed blessing. Speaking of skiing, you know, sometimes you can end up married to the phone and not getting away for it. So I really like to disengage from it and put it on do not disturb and mm-hmm. just try to get back to the, the basics. You know, it's, it's, it's a mixed blessing, in other words. Yeah, you need to hide sometimes. That's what we were talking about. Sometimes you just have to take it off and recharge a little bit because once you turn it back on, it comes at you from every direction. You know, it really does, but it's allowed a lot more freedom, too. I mean, mm-hmm. you can check your emails on the go. I've got multiple emails, and, you know, we're doing Instagram now and all that kind of fun stuff. So it, mm-hmm. it can be fun, but you have to watch the addictive end of it as well. Yeah. You, for your real estate business, you've done a lot of work on the web. You've done a lot of digital work. You have a lot of videos about things related to real estate and fun things that you do, too. There's a balance there I know you try to maintain between what you put up about the business and who you are as a real person because everybody wants to do business with real people. Well, you know, social media 101, whether it's YouTube or Instagram or anything else, you want them to see the person, the real person, and then also the real business person. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, it's probably an 80-20 mix on my real estate YouTube channel. You're going to get 80% Ron Bell's a realtor and then maybe 20% Ron Bell is a person. Hold on. We were talking about the 80-20 rule earlier with Dan Ryder, weren't we? We were. How does that come? It seems to come up everywhere, right? It does. <laughs> It'll <laughs> come back, too. <laughs> we were talking about the top performers, right? The Pareto principle, the 80-20 rule, and how that, that rule is prevalent there. But you're right. I've heard it, too, in the way that you post on social media. Yeah. And, and it's just, for example, my personal Facebook, every once in a while, I might just go, well, you know, here's a picture of a happy couple in front of their house or something like that. I'm not going to just keep posting just listed, just sold. Mm-hmm. And again, you guys have probably heard it's the, it's the cocktail party analogy. You know, it's like being a cocktail party. You don't just keep handing out your card, handing out your card. Mm-hmm. You strike up a conversation, maybe, oh, by the way, you know, I helped this lovely couple found it find a house Mm -hmm. he's a retired vet or whatever the case may be Mm -hmm. it takes time to do that i mean that's that's work to have a good presence online a good web presence updates the time and all that it's something people a lot of people are now budgeting into their regular work day 
Yeah. The the main thing also with social media and especially YouTube is is the message helping them or not? You know, for example, you've seen my YouTube channel. There's anything from credit repair to buying your first house, fixing up. I've got tours of Midtown on there, looking for hipsters, of course. I've got tours of downtown Reno. Hipsters. You know, I've been flying the drone now for three years, <laughs> and the people seem to like the drone. Uh, yeah. Although now I hear I got to get it registered. Well, and you, I think you have to wear a helmet too in Nevada. <laughs> <laughs> and a seatbelt. Now I hear the new thing. Michelle, in your business, in the mortgage business, it's all about technology, it seems like to me, from what I see on the web. Regardless of the age of our clients, most are still open to applying online. It gives them a chance to sit down in the comfort of their own home or office with their information accessible Mm -hmm. and and you know fill out a 5 minute application. Mm-hmm. Ours are pretty simple, so it's it's not intimidating for the client. Mm-hmm. And then on occasion I get somebody that says, "Nope, I'm going to call you and we're going to do it over the phone or mm-hmm. I want to sit in front of you in your office." Mm-hmm. So it, whatever works for that client, we will accommodate. Dan Ryder's with us. He's broker manager Nevada Home Connections. So that connections, what does that mean in the name of your business? Does it have anything to do with the connectability of the way you or your agents communicate with your clients? Uh, important to connect with your client and important to connect them with the property that they're looking for. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think we hold that at heart on many levels. The study that we do on web work and people that use the web tells us that the young, younger demographics, the millennials, if you will, are still very much wanting a face-to-face or an in-person connection as much as they use the web. Ron, in fact, it might have been you that told me this. That as much as they use the web and as much as they use all of this technology, they still like that face-to-face. Yeah, but you're going to find yourself in one of these craft beer places or some coffee <laughs> yeah, shop. Exactly. You have to go where they hang out. You know, They're not going to come into your office. Well, maybe they're, it's because they're yeah. looking for dates. You know, they're, a lot of them are single, right? I, bet you, I would bet that a majority of millennials are single. Well, yeah, yes and no. You know, some of them are actually – I've well, I've got some millennials as tenants, mm-hmm. and – they're 23, the girl's 23, he's 25, and they're yeah. happily married. A lot of their friends are married. Sure. So there is a certain camp of them that actually are starting to get married and starting <laughs> to settle down. And a lot of the millennial busting you see, being single and not buying homes and a transient group mm-hmm. and stuff like that, a lot of that, those myths have kind of been busted the last year or two. They actually yeah. are buying houses and they actually are getting married. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so they're, they're being a little stereotyped, but a, a lot of it is turning out to be untrue. I think to Ron's point, you know, I, I do find I have a lot, many more public meetings in public. And I, I, it, just not so long ago, you know, you met people in the, in the conference room and you closed the door. And now it's really is amazing how people, have, you know, you're having these critical, in-depth conversations. Mm-hmm. You know, my favorite muffin, yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, that's, and we all seem to have become, or most of us, more comfortable with that, mm-hmm. uh, that being a public exercise. Yeah, I guess because on social media, we don't have to be, but let's face it, m- most people provide much more information than anybody really wants. People are posting so much information on the social media than they would normally post in, in, in person. Maybe they're getting trained. They're training themselves to be more social in reality. So when they go out to some of these places, like my favorite muffin and like Swill, that's another real popular mm-hmm. one, you do see a lot of chatter going on, and people sure. are invited to come in and, and talk. So it's, it's, it's having a, a funny opposite effect. It is. You know, one thing I notice with millennials, um, they ask a lot of questions. And I find that refreshing because, you know, in the mortgage business for the longest time, 
people didn't really take the time to dive in and find out what they were getting into. Mm-hmm. You could talk until you were blue in the face, and you kind of always wondered, did they really pick up on what I'm, what I'm saying to them? And now I find that the younger generation is – they're taking the time to educate themselves. And Curious. it's fun to, to have the dialogue with, you know, with kids that are young and it, they could be my children. Mm-hmm. But it's exciting to see what their questions are and, and what their thought process is. So I, I love it. I'm glad to know it's going that route. I yeah. think in the old days a lot of people did just want to think about the house and that was it. They'll sign whatever. Yeah. I believe I was that, when I, that way when I first bought my first house and it was a huge mistake. So I'm glad people are asking maybe, more questions now. Yeah, maybe we'll have a generation of, of home buyers that really actually know what their mortgage uh, looks like. <laughs> yeah, you can't use that <laughs> what as a they signed, right? anymore. I didn't know what I signed, right? <laughs> they don't say that anymore. Ron Bell is with us. He is the head honcho at the Reno Real Estate Investors Club. We enjoy talking with Ron. Ron, we have to take our commercial break, but when we come back, I want you to let our listeners know more about the Reno Real Estate Investors Club. Thank you. And we will be back after this message from our advertisers. Sage International Incorporated sparks and fuels the entrepreneurial spirit by providing the strategies, information, education, tools, resources, and ongoing support services that will lay a solid foundation under a business owner's dream. If you're thinking of starting a business and you're not sure where to begin, Sage International Incorporated offers a free 30-minute consultation. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779. Or visit sageintl.com. Is it that time of year to make an appointment? Are you in the market for a mammogram? Instead of a mammogram, why not consider making an appointment for a thermogram? Thermograms are the modern, safe alternative to a mammogram. By mapping known thermal changes in the breast tissue that occur when disease is present, a very early detection can be noted and addressed. This breast screening method is totally safe at any age for any type or condition of the breast. And best of all, it is painless, does not involve any breast compression, no physical contact, and no radiation exposure. A certified medical trainer specialist can determine the abnormal changes in a woman's breast. Thermography is not a standalone examination. Along with your physician's direction, the proper secondary screening can be determined should the thermal image indicate a problem. For a free consultation on whether or not this is the right choice for you, call Thermal Imaging Consultants today, 356-0200. That's 356-0200. Or check them out on the web at thermogramexam.com. Buying investment real estate is a big decision. Getting the right mortgage is critical. This is Michelle Holbert, NMLS 184194 and MLB 3723 from Caliber Home Loans. With today's extremely affordable mortgage interest rates, you have the opportunity to step into what could be your best investment purchase of a lifetime. When you find the right property at the right price, you'll need to be pre-approved for your mortgage to lock in your deal with the seller. Caliber Home Loans is ready to talk with you about getting a mortgage to purchase real estate. Visit www.michelleholbert.com, and that's M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E-H-U-L-B-E-R-T.com, or call 775-284-1922. This is Michelle Holbert from Caliber Home Loans. Thank you. Caliber Home Loans, located at 6530 South McCarran Boulevard, Reno, Nevada, 89509. This is Alicia Johnson from Reno, Nevada. You are listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. 
Peter Padilla is important to me because he is a highly knowledgeable individual about real estate in northern Nevada. Thank you, Peter. Three guests I have in the studio today. Ron Bell is with us. Ron is a realtor at Caldwell Banker Select Real Estate. Dan Ryder is with us too. Nevada Home Connections. Dan is the broker manager. Michelle Hulbert, too, is with us. She's a mortgage loan originator at Caliber Home Loans. We are starting to see a real pickup right now. The last two weeks have been extremely busy with new applications and, you know, people inquiring. I would bet a lot of people have real estate transactions or real estate types of transactions that they have to close before the end of the year. Oh, sure. And so as the year's fast approaching us, we certainly anticipate more people thinking about rounding the corner into 2016, getting that part of the process finished, started, whatever. But a lot of people are very optimistic about the new year coming around. December's historically a, a good month for us. February is always a little slow for closings because, you know, the end of the year, first of January, nobody wants to do anything. <laughs> so, and then spring, summer, I did my business plan for next year and I'm looking, I'm trying to gauge a 25 to 30% increase in my business for mm-hmm. next year. So I'm very positive. Good times in real estate in northern Nevada. If you can find property, sometimes people say there's a housing shortage. Dan Ryder, you're with Nevada Home Connections. Dan, do you subscribe to that as well? Is there an unusually short amount of houses available for sale? In certain price points, and, you know, uh, certainly in our uh, more closer to entry level, and I would call that two to three hundred thousand at this point. Uh, yeah, it's it's mm-hmm. crazy. If mm-hmm. it's priced well and, and financeable, uh, the market time on that property is going to be three to five days. Mm-hmm. So you really, if you're just looking right now, the home you buy is probably not on the market. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. uh, as you move up, it gets uh, much quieter. And particularly right now, we're finding over seven fifty. It's uh, it's it's. Uh, kind of a tale of two markets. Mm-hmm. But I anticipate as more loan programs uh, become available uh, and maybe a little bit more, uh, you know, <laughs> reality hits mm-hmm. that market that you'll see that fall in line also. A lot of people are, of course, are talking about the growth in business in northern Nevada, technology coming in, and some of the smaller communities may be benefiting from that growth as well, which would help in the shortage of, of homes available, specifically in the Reno area. Mm-hmm. A lot of talk about Fernley, Fallon, uh, Dayton. Dayton is going to go crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So those are opportunities for people to look at. It's really not that far when you compare what it's like living in a larger city like I've lived in Phoenix or Denver. I mean, a half hour, 45-minute drive is typical in many of those communities. And I'm not saying that we want that here, but it's nice to live in the country like the folks did on Green Acres just by moving out to Fernley. That's true. Yeah. Ron Bell is with us, too. Ron, we were talking about this at the last Reno Real Estate Investors Club. In fact, why don't you let our listeners know a little bit about the club and a little bit about the conversation when it comes to home availability. At the Reno Real Estate Investors Club, we meet the first Tuesday of every month, 6 to 8 p.m., Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. Anybody is welcome to come, anywhere from first-time investors all the way up to we have you know apartment owners and industrial complex and things like that. We try to educate as much as we can. We had Ken Amundsen just last month, as you know, and very good. He gave us a, a market update. And as we as investors have been seeing, well, most from the flipping end of it, we've seen a slowdown now for about three or four months. And at the Investors Club, I like to keep my investors about six months ahead of the game. 
So Ken, as you recall, showed a slowdown in the market with the median price going down. Well, I saw that three or four months ago as a flipper. As a long-term investor, I didn't care. So now what we're doing is we're anticipating a, a bit of a slowdown, very minor correction, probably in the single digits, low double digits. And then we're looking to come back in and buy probably about mid-February, March, right in there, mm-hmm. as the winter starts to wind down, but we still have you know big s- snow on, on the ground and stuff like that. We're going to get our people in in the middle of some snowstorm. Mm-hmm. And the only caveat being is if interest rates continue up, that could take the party ball away. Could do that. Yeah. It's kind of funny that we talk about the snow and how that's going to slow things down. The reality, I believe, is if we get a lot of snow, if we have a good winter, we get good moisture and good income from the ski business, and there's a great level of optimism in the spring, that could be a great thing for the real estate business. Oh, absolutely. I think the spring is going to be incredible. Like I say, we're trying to get ready to buy in February and March, and for flippers, uh-huh. we'll probably have them out you know, June and July. Really, what we're down to, frankly, Peter, is... For flippers, we're into seasonal flips. Mm-hmm. We're not going to see the big, huge appreciations like we saw in 2012 and the first half of 2013. So you're going to make your profit on the buy side, and you're going to be doing seasonal flips. For long-term investors, it doesn't matter. You can buy now. You can buy next year. I'm still bullish long-term on Reno. Most of my inventory right now I'm buying for long-term holds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Been in the business a long time, Ron. We talk about how the barrier for entry sometimes is so low that – you don't know if you're dealing with somebody who's been in the business 10 years, 20 years, or 10 days. There are so many people that are excited about real estate, but it's so important that we're dealing with people that have that experience. Give us a little bit about your background and how you got started in the industry. <laughs> well, my father, was he was a developer up in Incline Village, timeshares and stuff like that, and also over in California doing timeshare dude ranches. So on the eve of my 18th birthday, I actually spent the night in the Department of Real Estate parking lot because you can take the test before and pass mm-hmm. it before you turn 18. Mm-hmm. So I got my license when I was 18 years old. Wow. Started selling timeshares for my father. And <laughs> it was like almost like that movie Slumdog Millionaire. I, I was I was making more money when I was 18, 19 years old, frankly, than I, I have been the last few years. <laughs> it was just incredible money back then. Yeah. And I'm not going to say how long ago that was, of course. But I, I've been doing it quite a while, both mm-hmm. as an investor and as a realtor. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, I'll you know take some time off and do some entre- entrepreneurial stuff. You know, when I was younger, I had some other opportunities. But you know, I, I've always had real estate fever. I love real estate. I, I live and breathe it, both as an investor and a realtor. And I love helping anywhere from first-time buyers on up to um, you know million, two million dollar properties. I know that you've had some downtimes in your career because that's just the way you know, the real estate business works. A lot of new investors don't think about that. They've never been in the business before, so they don't have any history of downtimes. And a lot of times the people that are just salesmen, all they want to do is sell real estate. They don't really want to help people grow their portfolio. That's all they talk about is the great things about real estate. But people do need to know about the other side, the possibilities that it can go in the downward direction. Yeah, I've been through three corrections now, and this last one cleaned my clock. You weren't in the game this last correction a few years ago unless you got your clock cleaned. It's that simple. Nobody had a crystal ball. We all thought, even at the Investors Club, we thought maybe it was going to be a 10 15% correction. In fact, when it hit about 15%, I actually started buying again. It's like, okay, you, you buy on the low. Now, all of a sudden, it's down 25%, then 40%, 50%, 60%, 70%. This was just unprecedented. Mm. Nobody thought it was going to do that. So you've got to prepare for lean times. And what I tell real estate investors 
and realtors in general is really, if you're married or have a serious girlfriend, have the other spouse diversified. You don't want to be both in this market because the people we saw leaving town and are still gone were people that their husband was a realtor and the wife was a mortgage broker or vice versa, or they're both realtors. They got they lost everything because they didn't have that residual income, you know. So if you're a female realtor, you know, you better hope your husband's a fireman or something like that. Be diversified in your relationships. And diversified in your source of income and career choices. I mean, you're right. Why put all of your eggs in one basket? Uh, great potential for benefits. But now that we've seen it go the other way, a lot of people offer different kinds of advice. Still more cautionary because you, you just never know. And it's the unknowns that catch us in this, these kinds of deals. Having long-term uh, knowledge in the business up and down is a great value to us and to our listeners. Ron, in case anybody wants to talk to you that's listening to the show, find out more about the Investors Club or your work as a real estate agent at Coldwell Banker Select. What's the best way? You know, just frankly, just Google me, just Ron Bell, <laughs> B-E-L-L, or just ronbellrealtor.com. I mean, I'm all over the internet. You're kind of like Michael... And Elvis, right? You just just need one word, and it goes in there. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. And you know, I I try to make it a point to be on that first page of Google when you search for me. And Ron Bell's one of the top one hundred most popular names. Is it really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're you're the popular on my list. Ron Bell Realtor, Reno Real Estate Investors Club. We're going to see you next Tuesday. Actually, the first Tuesday of the month at the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors, 6 to 8 p.m. Michelle, have you ever been to this meeting? I haven't, but I, I think I need to be there. Well, I think you ought to. I, I, we go almost every month, and we make great connections. And it's fun. It's it's really fun and informative. Sometimes some of the investors that are there end up being on my radio show because I like to invite real-life investors and see how it's going. So uh, we have more people coming from the Investors Club, too. And you mentioned Ken Amundsen. And Ron, he's going to be with us in two weeks on our radio show to provide our listeners some of that great information that he shared with us at the meeting. Dan Ryder is with us too. Dan is with Nevada Home Connections. Dan, how about you? Being a real estate investors club, ever been there? You know, I haven't. I do. Uh, uh, I have a lot of many investor clients, um, and I tend to be more of a sphere based. Mm-hmm. Uh, unlike Ron, I don't know what what's going to happen if you Google Dan Ryder. <laughs> my, my tendency has been to uh, really work with the people that already know, love, and trust me and to groom mm-hmm. those relationships. Mm-hmm. And th- they tend to send me, uh, you know, birds of a feather, I guess, yeah. for lack of a better term. Mm-hmm. So uh, that said, I, you know, I'm with Ron. I, I, I've, I've always, from the very beginning, you know, tried to counsel people. If, if you're buying investment property, it's got a pencil. It's it's got to make sense. You know, does it create income or at least sustain itself? Mm-hmm. I think that was a big problem we ran into. You know, in the two thousand four ish, is uh, well, I, I remember one time my dental hygienist said, uh, "Oh yeah, I'm an investor. I'm mm-hmm. a flipper." <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. <laughs> and, but there was just so much speculation <laughs> and very little thought put into wow what if this you know will, will the rent payment still mm-hmm. pay the mortgage payment yeah. and uh that's been my credo and, and continues that way today uh, there's some great opportunities but it, they're getting slimmer actually um, you know i know i did an analysis of uh, basically 1300 square foot houses in east sparks and donner springs and northwest reno and you know they still pencil uh, but barely. Yeah. <laughs> Just because the interest rates are Yeah, and so, yeah. you know, we're right on that verge of where uh, 
I may be less likely uh, to recommend that kind of investment if, if they're skinny, if they don't have, you know, big resources behind them. Dan, when you're buying real estate for investment, prices go up and down sometimes quite a bit within month to month, uh, year's time. But the amount of rent doesn't seem to move quite well, as fast. fluctuate quite as much. They're definitely on an upswing now, particularly for single family. Really? Uh, multifamily, I'm a little more concerned because the uh, apartment construction right now is really on a tear uh-huh. yeah. and somewhat unprecedented. And they're, they're coming in. They've got health clubs and swimming pools and places for social gathering. And, and I do think uh, you've got to be somewhat particular about buying into multifamily right now because I see that, that environment changing mm-hmm. a lot. Seems like more, that's where the big cash is as far as being able to make profits because you have one building, but you have so many more tenants that can contribute to the management of that debt load and that investment. It, but you know, a lot of questions to ask besides just how much rent versus how much mortgage. There's many other details. If somebody wants to chat with you more, Nevada Home Connections about investment real estate, multifamily, what's the best way to reach you? Well, you can come over and visit. Can I, uh, that, now that's, of that's, course, yeah. I have email. I, I guess you, if you if you Google Dan Ryder Nevada Home <laughs> Connections, I'm sure you would find me. So we, that'll be good enough for now. Well, we're going to put your contact information on our website, too, to make it easy. And it'll, well, thank you so much. That includes phone number, email, and address, all that good stuff. Michelle Holbert is with us, too. Michelle, we were talking about how it's not just the interest rate that people need to ask about when they're dealing with a lender. We have to take a commercial break, but when we come back, I'm hoping you'll share with us some of the most important questions people should ask before they get started with a mortgage. And we'll be back after this message. This is Alan Zane from Atlas Red Realty. You are listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. Peter Padilla is important to me because he actually takes the time to do an interview. Peter Padilla is a longtime friend, mentor, and I love him. (laughs) I'm Brian Cassidy, owner of Junk King Reno. We know you like a clean house and a clean yard, but sometimes things are too big, too heavy, or too much. That's when you should call us Junk King Reno. We're the professionals in the junk and rubbish removal business. Our team comes to your home to pick up what you need to dispose of. You don't need to gather it and haul it to the curb. We recycle and donate everything possible before we visit a landfill. We're fully insured and bonded. Call Junk King Reno, 888-888-JUNK. Junk King Reno, locally owned and operated. Is it that time of year to make an appointment? Are you in the market for a mammogram? Instead of a mammogram, why not consider making an appointment for a thermogram? Thermograms are the modern, safe alternative to a mammogram. By mapping known thermal changes in the breast tissue that occur when disease is present, a very early detection can be noted and addressed. This breast screening method is totally safe at any age for any type or condition of the breast. And best of all, it is painless, does not involve any breast compression, no physical contact, and no radiation exposure. A certified medical trainer specialist can determine the abnormal changes in a woman's breast. Thermography is not a standalone examination. Along with your physician's direction, the proper secondary screening can be determined should the thermal image indicate a problem. For a free consultation on whether or not this is the right choice for you, call Thermal Imaging Consultants today, 356-0200. That's 356-0200. Or check them out on the web at thermogramexam.com. Hi, this is Christine Price with Habitat for Humanity. I'm on Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. Next week, right here on KFOY 1060 AM Radio. Tune in next Wednesday at 1 p.m. for a highly informative program about real estate for homebuyers, investors that you won't want to miss.
You're tuned in to Nevada Real Estate Radio right here on KFOI, 1060 AM radio. And we're having a good time talking about real estate and real estate for investors. Ron Bell is with us. He's chatting with us about real estate investment from his perspective, many years in the business. He's also the president of the Reno Real Estate Investors Club, which we frequent every month. Also with us today is Dan Ryder. Dan is the broker manager at Nevada Home Connections. Hope you're having a good time being on the show today. I am. Thank you. Yeah. And Michelle Holbert, too, is with us. She is a mortgage loan originator at Caliber Home Loans. Michelle, earlier we were talking about interest rates and how the media likes to talk about these huge jumps when actually it's pretty much close to its all-time lows. So it's really not so much about interest rates anymore when you're going and talking to different mortgage lenders. They all have about the same rates, but there's a lot of difference from one mortgage lender to another. Talk to us about some of the questions that people ask or should ask when they come to talk to you. You can take 10 different lenders and get you know, 10 different interest rates within an eighth to a quarter of a percent. The fee structure is also very important. You might have one lender that has $1,500 worth of fees and another that has 3000 So you have to read the fine print. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, you know, it's the ability to close the loan. Mm-hmm. Um, we still hear complaints to this day of, you know, deals that are taking 60 and 70 and 80 days because they can't get it out of underwriting or, and these are with, you know, major, major banks. Mm -hmm. So that's, I think getting a solid recommendation to who you're doing business with, and, you know, realtors will be the first to tell you, they typically want you to work with somebody local. Um, You know, there, there are a lot of online companies, and I'm not saying, I'm not trying to discredit them in any way, because there are some that do a good job. But if you get complicated transactions, and if you get complicated transactions within our market, and there's an appraisal issue... You know, you got to have somebody that knows knows the area and knows how to get this done. Um, mm-hmm. One of my, I always have realtors that say, I I want somebody local because if there's ever an issue, I want to be able to come and jump up and down on your desk if mm. something needs to get done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I thought, well, okay. <laughs> so many times we see escrows being delayed because of, you know, people going for the for the absolute lowest rate without reading the fine print. Mm-hmm. Maybe it really wasn't the lowest fees. And certainly if it closes late, sure wasn't a good, a good deal then, was it? Right, or it could maybe cost you the deal. Yeah, absolutely. What does happen when people become real estate investors is actually they, their lives do get more complicated. I mean, when you're out looking to get a mortgage and you have four or five investment properties compared to somebody looking for a mortgage that owns no real estate – it is more complicated, Michelle, because I know you have to do background on every one of those properties owned by that individual. And then if there are other details on top of that, some mortgage lenders, they really they can't handle it. They just they just don't know how to do those things. Yeah, um, I've, I've done this a very long time, and I'm also an investor myself. And, you know, I've, I've walked the walk, if you will. I've bought and sold homes. I've, I own investment properties. I've built houses. So I think I'm a credible source for advice on financing. And we are very, very good at analyzing tax returns and mm-hmm. finding income and handling complex borrowers. I recently did a loan for a guy that owns 27 properties. 
can you imagine oh what that application looked like? <laughs> it was it, it was long and it was, you know, a tedious process, but you know what? We know how to do that. Not every lender can handle every deal. Mm-hmm. There are some buyers that are very simplistic. They're, you know, a, a W-2 wage earner. They own one property and they're putting 25% down. Mm-hmm. You know, pretty simple transaction if you have a good credit score. But the business owner that owns, you know, 15 investment properties and has partnerships and all kinds of different incomes, yeah, you better get somebody that knows what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So, because mm-hmm. we don't have stated income programs anymore. If I may, just a little plug for Michelle, actually, and we've been colleagues now for like more than 20 years. <laughs> but uh, there, these recent uh, changes she alluded to in uh, kind of the rules and regs and process of mortgage and finance, it, it's really put, in my mind, the, uh, the originator, your, your loan officer, uh, really at the point of the transaction. I, well, traditionally, we would think that, that would be the escrow company kind of af- acted as the air traffic controller, but there's really been a shift. And now that, a lot of those responsibilities and timelines are now managed by the lender. So I, it's just really more important than ever uh, to pick a real pro and somebody you can go to and local mm-hmm. that's very communicative and organized and yeah. Michelle's one of those. Have you ever Thanks, lost yeah. a deal, Dan, yourself? Have you ever lost a deal because the financing went bad? Well, I specialize in brand new houses and cash buyers. Well, so. that's nice. <laughs> 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 no, actually. You know, of course. And, and uh, you know, it's inevitable if, if, you, if you do 20 transactions, one of those is going to fail to close, yeah. uh, you know, the day before some ridiculous thing. Right. But, uh, right. No, you just you want to put yourself as a consumer in, in the best um, best hands possible. Uh-huh. Michelle's one of those. Ron's one of those. I'd like to think I am one, uh, one as well. But it's about experience mm-hmm. and uh, level-headedness and, and yeah. being a pro. In my past life, I was a lender, and I would get somebody coming in saying that they'd had all this information and knowledge that they got from their neighbor or their <laughs> right bar street. Well, yeah. My bartender said. <laughs> my brother-in-law. <laughs> and, you know, we don't want to create any family problems. So we said, right, what do yeah. you say? Yeah, <laughs> you right. want to know. I think it's important to really interview the person, find out what their credentials are. You know, is this your first transaction or Mm -hmm. is this your, you know, 9,000th transaction? And I'm not saying that people that are newer in the business can't be successful doing this, but um, you you need to, to quiz the 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 loan officer based on the type of of deal you're actually doing. Mm -hmm. You know, are you an expert in bond loans if you're working with first-time home buyers? Um, If you're working with investors, do you really know how how to get this through for me? Mm -hmm. What are are some of the perks that I can, you know, look at being an investor? You know, we use rental income to help people qualify. Mm -hmm. Um, You'd be surprised at some lenders that still don't know that you can do that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so, yeah, I think the interview process is important um, and just feeling comfortable with that, with the entity that you're doing, that you're doing business with. That's mm-hmm. huge. Ron Bell is with us. Ron is with Cobalt Banker Select. He's also the president of the Reno Real Estate Investors Club. Ron, how do you refer or can you even refer people like lenders or title or escrow or whatever part of the services? Great question. It can be a thankless scenario referring somebody. I don't care if it's your local handyman on up to the mortgage broker or the inspector. So I kind of use a rule of three, you know. It's like, okay, here's 
Maybe not necessarily as a mortgage broker. A lot of times I'll, I'll try to use somebody, you know, that I've had a lot of experience with and that will communicate. It's very important to use somebody that will communicate, mm-hmm. return calls, return emails. So if you're calling them and they don't return your call right off the bat, that's, well, within, say, the same day, that can be a red flag. Mm-hmm. But what will happen is they'll all of a sudden, if you only give them one, all of a sudden they'll be, your inspector, Ron, your handyman, Ron. Right. Like you're all of a sudden your partners, right? Mm-hmm. So I've learned to kind of give them three and go, look, I've had experience with all these. <clears throat> Take your choice. And that way, you know, they don't think you're pulling favors. And then all mm-hmm. of a sudden, you don't, all of a sudden you become this partner once they screw up. Right, right. They want to know that they're getting – it's still a choice even though it's a choice of a few. Um, that And, you know, from the legal perspective, none of us wants to do any steering. We want to make sure that people know they can shop. But I don't know anybody that does a horrible job, so I don't even talk about them. I only talk about the people that do great work. Yeah, that's right. It, you know, you really want to have a good – core team around you from inspectors mm-hmm. and everybody else but you you want to give them a good choice as mm-hmm. well and, and again yeah liability especially is huge when it comes to inspectors and things mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. so you got to really watch you know who you send in certain directions to go out there and and who you refer to i never have a, a problem referring michelle hulbert from caliber home loans because she comes and talks on our radio show you've always got great information for our listeners, Michelle, and those years of knowledge can pay huge dividends to people if they're doing a critical deal like all real estate deals are and a big deal like all real estate deals are. So give us your contact information in case anybody wants to reach you. I can be reached at 775-284-1922 or michellehulbert.com. All right. And uh, we've got Christmas just around the corner. Yikes. What from a mortgage company would make a great Christmas gift? What was that? What from a mortgage company would make a great Christmas gift? What from a mortgage company? What do you mean? I mean, if uh, I wanted to give a friend a a gift from a mortgage company, what would it be? Maybe a (laughs) pre-approval? I I guess so, right? (laughs) Yeah, a pre-approval, little perks on the appraisal fees. I don't know. (laughs) I think a great Christmas gift to your wife or fiancé would be a mortgage application and approval. There caliber home loans, right? So we're ready there we to buy go. The house. Yeah, yeah. Remember, remember the michellehulbert.com right now. Go to my website and apply online. <laughs> it makes the perfect Christmas gift. <laughs> it does. Thank you, Michelle. Ron Bell, too. Coldwell Banker Select. He's also president of the Reno Real Estate Investors Club. Holidays coming up, Ron. What would you recommend people think about related to the work that you do? Gosh, if you know you are a millennial, is try to get your parents to kick down some money. You know, and mm-hmm. you can go down there in Midtown and open another <laughs> yoga studio or one of these craft beer places or coffee shops. You know, is what we're seeing right now. Yeah. So yeah, try to hit your parents up, of course. Good call. You know, as a realtor, you know, <laughs> with gifts and stuff. Lately, I've been doing this kind of housewarming thing where I give, I give them a laundry basket that's filled with everything they might need the first seventy-two hours when they they move in. Paper plates. You know, plastic, silverware, things like that. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, I'll give them the usual, you know, maybe a carved bear for the door or some gift certificates or something like that. But I tell mm-hmm. you that 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 basket filled with necessities, because they always have their kitchen stuff packed away, mm-hmm. that goes a long ways. And then I, I follow up. You know, like Dan, I'm, I'm a people person and I, I work my sphere and, you know, belong to the core training group and stuff like that. So I, I really try to, you know, nurture my clients and, and ask for referrals down mm-hmm. the road. I like that idea, though, for the house where, I mean, early on is a care package from Ron Bell. Yeah, yeah, yeah and I have pizzas delivered sometime on moving mm-hmm. day, if, uh, you know, and that's that, that goes big, too. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I always tell them I'll provide steaks on your first uh, housewarming party and, you know, things like that. Just, 
you know, anything to kind of help them out and, uh, you know, hit an agenda, of course, get my foot in the door with their friends. (laughs) Why not? It's all about good customer service. I'm glad you're with us today, Ron, and we're going to see you at the Investors Club. Dan Ryder's with us too. Dan, I hope you enjoyed being here. I have. If anybody wants to get a hold of you, I know they can go knock on your door. Where are you located, in fact? Where are your offices? Uh, We're in Midtown on Lander. Across mm-hmm. from my favorite muffin, I feel like I'm <laughs> plugging their outfit. But they do have pretty <laughs> good you, muffins, right? Yeah, they do. Um, yeah, my uh, phone number is 775 3376 or dan at com. I've enjoyed having you on the show today talking about real well, estate for you. investors. We'll put your contact information on our website, and maybe you'll visit with us again on the radio show soon. I hope so. My name is Peter Padilla. I'd like to thank our listeners for tuning in. We've had a great time today. I'm encouraging you to tune in with us again next week. Same time, same station, right here on KFOY 1060 AM radio. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. You've been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership and appreciate your feedback. Want to talk with Peter? Send an email to peter at nevadarealestateradio.com. I'm Brian Cassidy, owner of Junk King Reno. We know you like a clean house and a clean yard, but sometimes things are too big, too heavy, or too much. We're fully insured and bonded. Junk King Reno, locally owned and operated. Call Junk King Reno, 888-888-JUNK.